eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. So as some of you guys might know, it is currently Earth Month. Um, Earth Day is at the end of the month, but a lot of people celebrate Earth Month all month long by making like small changes, going out and doing community projects, things like that. So this episode is all about easy swaps that you can make during Earth Month. Obviously, this is these are swaps that you can make at any time that would be like extremely beneficial for the environment. And some of them will even save you money. Um, but it's, it's always fun to do something nice for the Earth during Earth Month, just in celebration of Earth Day. Um, so yeah, if you have been kind of holding off on making changes and any of these swaps are something that you've been wanting to try, here's your sign that, you know, this is the perfect time to just go ahead and do it. Now, last week I announced that I was going to be doing a little segment at the beginning of each episode where I pretty much give an honest review of a sustainable swap or like an eco-friendly product. That way, you know, I kind of try it so you don't have to if it sucks. Um, But seeing as this episode is literally just sustainable swaps that I recommend, I feel like it would be a little bit redundant to add one in the beginning. So, you know, surprise, this is pretty much a whole bonus episode of some of my favorite tried and true sustainable swaps. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a chance that you already have done some of these because you care about the environment and some of these are kind of just like the first ones people often do when they start their sustainability journey. But honestly, I just wanted to put some of the easiest swaps to make and kind of like the ones that are the cheapest and will save you guys money. So yeah, I have five of them and I'm super excited to share them with you guys. The first one, which if you've been on the podcast a while, you will not be surprised, is flower sack towels or like rags or washcloths in place of paper towels. These are super, super cheap. They even make specific like unpaper towels like sets on Etsy and Amazon and things like that. But honestly, flower sack towels are my absolute favorite. We initially bought them because of cloth diapering and then we ended up not using them at all for cloth diapers. And so I had like 20 flower sack towels and I was like, what am I going to do with all of these? And so I ended up cutting them. Pretty much you can buy a 10 pack at Walmart for like $8, I think it is, or you can buy a five pack for about $4. And they're these big, I think like 20 inch by 20 inch, just pieces of fabric. And after you wash them, they're extremely absorbent. So they just make a really great paper towel replacement. I cut mine up into fourths and then throw them in the washer once and the dryer, and then you could just start using them immediately. They, again, they're super absorbent. They're 
perfect for using in place of paper towels and they're super super cheap so for me this is like such an affordable sustainable swap that kind of simplifies your cleaning routine and for me kind of just for like ease of use I have a basket on my counter with clean flour sack towels and then I basket underneath my sink where I put dirty ones after I like wipe down the counter wipe down the kitchen table whatever it is um yeah so I use these things for everything and they are my absolute favorite the next sustainable swap, which I feel like everybody does this already, but if you don't, here's your sign to just start committing to it, but it is reusable bags. So for me, reusable bags used to be kind of anxiety inducing because like surprisingly in my mind, it's like, oh yeah, everybody does that already. However, if I'm being honest, I can count on one hand the amount of times I've went to the store like this year since January where I have seen another person pull out their reusable bags. Like at least in my area, it is reusable bags are sold in every single store, but do I literally ever see people using them around me? Absolutely not. So yeah, I greatly encourage you to get some reusable bags. You can get them for pretty cheap. I've gotten ones in the Target dollar section for like 2 and $3. I've gotten some at Aldi, which if you don't shop at Aldi, if you have one in your area, it's such a an awesome grocery store. But yeah, they're like 2 or $3 each typically for a reusable bag. And then every time you go to the store, you can just bring them along with you and use those when you check out versus like the plastic bags. So for me, there's so many different kinds of reusable bags. My absolute favorite, I have these ones from Aldi that are huge. They can fit so much, but they also fold down and are pretty compact when they fold down. So those are my favorite, but my favorite way to store them is I have a cute tote bag that one of my friends actually gave me for Christmas. It's like, you know, based on one of our favorite book series. Um, but it's kind of a smaller canvas tote bag. So what I do is I fold up all of like the bigger Aldi bags and I stick them in my cute little canvas tote. That way all of them are neat and in order, like in one specific location. And it just makes it so much easier to grab them when you're in a rush to leave to the grocery store or whatever it may be. For me, like I used to have them in shelves and under the sink and I tried so many different places before this and this is hands down the best thing that works for me. I also really like the bags that... They, they make little small ones that are made out of a really thin material and they have a zipper pouch. So what you can do is you can like shove the whole thing back inside the little zipper pouch and then it's like a square, probably smaller than like a square wallet and it's that size that it folds down to. So those are probably my other favorite type of reusable bags because I always have two or three of them in my car. That way if I'm going somewhere and I don't realize that I need to stop for groceries, I still have a couple of those in the car or in my purse and they're really really easy to carry around. So yeah definitely if you're not an avid user of reusable bags Earth Month is the absolute perfect time to start because plastic bags are just horrible for the environment. A lot of places don't recycle them so most of them end up going right back into a landfill. Um, yeah so the reusable bags is one thing that's so simple and it's kind of hard to remember at first but then when you actually start using them it's like second nature. 
And a little pro tip for anybody like me that might have a little bit of social anxiety, I hate going to a register and asking them to re, like use the reusable bags. I don't know why it makes me so nervous and flustered to be like, oh wait, no, I have my own bags. So self-checkout is literally my best friend. It makes it so much easier and so much quicker to use the reusable bags. So yeah, just thought I would throw that in there in case anybody else struggles with the same thing. The next sustainable swap that I want to suggest and talking about is if you are a woman, you know, if you're a man and someone without a vagina and you're listening to this, feel free to skip ahead like, you know, a minute and a half or whatever. But if you are a woman and you're currently using just regular pads and tampons, I highly suggest you trying a menstrual cup or they make like menstrual discs as well or period underwear. These are all things, I feel like they have such a bad rap. Like people are like, ew, a cup. Why would I want to try that? And they, a lot of people just think that they sound so weird. But honestly, like at least in my opinion, periods are just weird and gross in general. Like I'm sticking my hand up my vagina and pulling, It's you're either pulling out a tampon string or you're pulling out a cup. Like in my opinion, one is not worse than the other. Um, Menstrual cups really are not as intimidating as they seem. There's a little bit of a learning curve. Probably the first one or two cycles that I used a menstrual cup, it felt a little, like it didn't feel weird, but it was hard to like learn how to fold it and insert it and all of that. And then after that, it has been an absolute breeze. I have had the same menstrual cup for literally six years. I bought it right before I found out I was pregnant with my first kid and I'm still using the same one, which that might sound gross to you, but it's literally made of silicone, I think, and you boil it after each cycle so there's no buildup. It is completely clean and sanitary as long as you, again, boil and sanitize it. Um, But yeah, for me, it has made my periods a lot less painful. I used to struggle with very painful periods. I had really bad cramps. I felt like they would last a lot longer than usual. And the cup has not only saved me a shit ton of money when it comes to period products, but it is also just lessen the symptoms that I hated of my period. So yeah, I highly, highly suggest menstrual cups if you haven't tried one yet. There are a ton of different brands and different sizes, different like styles and shapes. The one that I use is called Alina Cup, but there is this really good quiz that you can take and it will tell you what size and what brand would work best for you. I'll actually link that in the show notes. So if there's anybody that wants to try, just go to the description of this episode and the link to that menstrual cup quiz will be in there. They also make a lot of different period underwear, which I actually bought my first pair from Target, like my last cycle, because all of them were on sale. I think usually they're like 30 bucks and they were having a clear out sale that made them only $10. Of course, they only had one left in my size, but you bet I bought that one and it actually did like make the experience so much better. Like you would think, how can a pair of underwear actually absorb any blood, but I was like thoroughly impressed. So I would definitely recommend those as well. Okay, my next suggestion is a replacement for all-purpose cleaner. For me, it used to be so annoying to have to go to the store on a bi-weekly basis to spend $5 on another bottle of cleaner and then go home and use it all and throw it away. So what I've been doing probably for the past three, maybe four years, is I bought a set of glass spray cleaning bottles off of Amazon. 
but they sell glass spray cleaning bottles in a lot of places. I also got one from the Target dollar section after I broke one that was in my two pack. Um, and then I know like a lot of Targets right now have the Grove company brand on their shelves and they have an amazing spray cleaning bottle as well so but moral of the story just get any kind of spray cleaning bottle I prefer glass just because you know it's a little bit more sustainable and toxic free compared to um, plastic spray bottles but get a spray bottle and make an all-purpose cleaner so I have two suggestions that I've tried and that have worked very very well for me the first one that I absolutely love and will probably rebuy soon is thieves cleaner this is from young living which is an mlm brand and i know you know a lot of people are not into that i am not really into that either you know no offense it's just i not really my thing however this is the one thing that i have bought from like a essential oil mlm brand and i swear by this stuff just like so many other people do so it's thieves cleaning concentrate i got a little bottle of it off of amazon or it's not like little it's probably the size of a water bottle but i got one off of amazon for about 26 dollars, i think and what you do is you take your spray bottle and you add one cap full of the cleaning concentrate and fill the rest of your spray bottle up with water and then that's it. That's literally like all you need. And literally the one water bottle sized bottle of Thieves Cleaner lasted me over two years. It was ridiculous. I only recently ran out. So what I'm using now is I got Castile soap, which they sell them in like the giant bottles of them pretty much everywhere, like Walmart, Target, grocery stores. It's just Castile soap. I got like a sweet almond scent, I think, and it smells absolutely amazing. And then pretty much just the same idea as the Thieves. You use a certain dilution of the Castile soap versus water in your spray cleaning bottle, and that's all that you need. I will say the first time that I made this cleaning solution, I kind of just eyeballed it. Like I filled it most of the way up with water, and then I just did like squirt, 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 squirt of the Castile soap. And I felt like it did a good job. However, then when I actually read the back of the bottle, I realized I didn't put nearly enough Castile soap in. So when I actually used the correct dilution of Castile soap versus water, I don't love it as much. Like I feel like when I clean our counters it's good but when I clean our table which is like a laminate or wood or something it leaves a weird like white residue just be obviously I guess because it's soap um and it's so it's a little bit it's not as quick to clean it takes a couple extra steps because you have to like spray and then wipe and then you know get a clean cloth and like keep wiping the soap off so I don't know honestly Castile soap is not my favorite however it is cheaper than the thieves cleaner and it does like work to actually clean so yeah, all in all, I would recommend either of those compared to just generic, like regular spray cleaners, if that makes sense. I do know that there are brands like, I think, the Grove that I talked about that's on the shelves, at least in the Target where I live. Um, and they make these little... I don't even know what they are like these little tablets that you put in a spray cleaning bottle and it makes its own all-purpose cleaning solution I've heard a lot of people have success with those and it seems like a really cool idea but that's not something that I have personally tried however I would suggest either the thieves or Castile soap both of them definitely do the trick and save you a lot of money when it comes to all-purpose cleaner 
So the last swap that you can make during Earth Month to not only save money but help the earth as well is to cut out fast fashion even if you give yourself a limit like the rest of earth month or you know for one month or 30 days you know you're going to try to not buy fast fashion and this this seems so hard at first especially if you are someone like me who kind of shops for fun at least I used to I used to be like oh it's the weekend like let's go to TJ Maxx let me go browse Target and see what speaks to me you know, things like that. This can be a really hard habit to break. However, if you're trying to live more eco-friendly and save money, this is such a great step. Even just cutting back on the amount of fast fashion that you purchase, which if you're listening to this and you're like, what what the heck is fast fashion? I actually have an episode about it. It's episode 41 of the podcast. And I want to like give a brief overview of what fast fashion is, but I know that if I try, it's going to turn into like a 10 minute long rant. So all in all, fast fashion is just not great for the environment. And what fast fashion is, is like pretty much anything on the shelves at Target, Walmart, TJ Maxx, you know, Ross, Marshalls, things like that. Like any big box clothing store that has trendy clothes for cheap, you can pretty much bet your butt that it's fast fashion. And again, it's just awful for the environment. Definitely go listen to episode 41 and you can hear all about what it is and why it would be beneficial to cut it out. But a really good alternative, especially if you're someone that likes the thrill of shopping or if you just, if something's coming up and you need clothes, like I know it's getting ready to be summer and you know, if you're like me and you declutter regularly, maybe you're like, oh crap, I literally have no shorts because (laughs) I donated all of them. You know, it's totally understandable, but a really good alternative to this is trying your local thrift stores. It's my absolute favorite. Not only is it so much cheaper than even going, again, to one of these stores like Target and buying stuff, but you can also find things that will actually last. Like I had a pair of jeans that I bought, I think two years ago at Target. They were my absolute favorite. They're so comfortable. They were so cute. And literally after two years, the thighs both at the same time just completely gave out and ripped and I can't wear them anymore. And I'm so sad. But then you go to the thrift store and there's a pair of jeans from like the 90s and they've held up so well just because honestly, like with fast fashion, they don't make clothes how they used to truly. So not only can you get clothes for super cheap at the thrift stores, but you can get older clothes that actually will withstand the test of time. And to me, it's such like a big plus. Plus you just have like, you can find really cute, unique pieces that not everybody else has. And it's really fun to just go into a thrift store and see what speaks to you and, you know, trying on a bunch of clothes and seeing what could be the perfect fit. So again, if you really like shopping and you like clothes shopping, I definitely suggest that you try to cut back on fast fashion this month if you think that you can and maybe try your alternatives like thrifting instead. This was actually a big personal goal of mine for this year. I was trying to see how long I could go without buying fast fashion. And then unfortunately, like halfway through February, I was being a dum-dum and I was walking the aisles at Aldi. And I currently lived in Michigan with my parents where it was freezing cold, middle of winter, like 
in the tens every day and I would wake up and it was freezing. So when I saw this cute pink fluffy bathrobe, it didn't even like register to me as fast fashion. I was just like, oh my gosh, I need that. That's gonna make me so warm in the mornings. And then I bought it and when I got home, <laughs> my mom was like, oh Kayla, I didn't know Aldi had sustainable clothes. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, like you're avoiding fast fashion, right? Like, you know, that cute little robe, like, you know, it's so cool that that wasn't made in China. Lo and behold, it was definitely made in China. So I did not go very long without not giving into fast fashion, but I can say with 100% confidence since that incident, I have not bought one more article of clothing that is fast fashion, at least not for myself. I would be lying if I said that I haven't gotten a few like t-shirts and just a few clothing items for the kids that are still considered fast fashion, but at least for myself, I'm making it a big goal this year to drastically cut out how much fast fashion I purchase for myself. So yeah, if you really want to challenge yourself this month in celebration of Earth Day, definitely try to cut out fast fashion because not only will you save a lot of money, but the Earth will be very, very happy with you. So yeah, there you have it. Five easy sustainable swaps that you can make during Earth Month. Hopefully you can take at least one of these and make it your goal to kind of try to commit to it or at least try it out and see if it would work for you. And remember, you don't have to try all five of these things at once. This podcast is all about one small step at a time can really add up and make a huge difference. So pick one of these and go try it out. And I hope that it works for you. I hope that you can take something from this episode and apply it to your life and, you know, use it in a way that's going to create a more sustainable lifestyle for yourself. So yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you can take one of these and that it resonated with you. And if you do try any of these sustainable swaps, I would absolutely love to hear about it. I would love to see your progress and be able to be your biggest cheerleader during this journey. So feel free to DM me on Instagram. That's probably where I'm the most active. And my username is unrootedmama. Now it probably will take a few days for me to respond, but I love getting DMs from you guys about the swaps that you're making or any questions that you have about like specific brands or any road bumps that you hit, literally anything, reach out to me on Instagram about any of it because that is one of my favorite things in the whole world. Also, if you are new to sustainable living and you really just want to get kickstarted on this journey, go download my free PDF guide. You can get it at www.unrootedmama.com slash guide. And it's literally just a free PDF, pretty much an intro to sustainable living. It has some of my favorite swaps. It has some of my biggest tips for eco-friendly living and kind of just an overview of how you can get started on this journey. So yeah, go snag your free Unrooted Living Guide. Pick one of the things that I talk about in this episode and commit to that swap this month in honor of Earth Day. And yeah, I am here cheering you on. You got this. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time.